Talk. Welcome in, my fellow Yenzers, to Steelers Talk Live. I am your host, Jack Sperry, and we are about to dive into the late Steelers news and rumors here in Week 10 of the 2023 NFL season. In just a couple of minutes, I'm going to be going over the latest Steelers news and rumors. The J.J. Watt rumors are back, people. Could he be a Steeler by the end of the 2023 season? Also, we got a big Minka Fitzpatrick injury update. And then Mike Tomlin addressed the George Pickens drama on Instagram uh, in his weekly press conference last week. I'll let you know what Coach T had to say. And then also, I've got on our third segment today, I'm going to let you guys know which 10 Steelers players right now are on the hot seat. The Steelers hot seat tracker coming up later in today's show, so make sure you guys stick around. And then also, we're going to be doing the Steelers Talk Live mailbag that we do every single week where I answer your questions on the black and gold. So do me a favor, get your questions in there now. If you want to get on today's show, use hashtag Steelers or Super Chat along with your question. And if you want to skip the line, you want your Super Chat to be first, or you want your question to be first, make sure you get a Super Chat in and let's talk some Steelers football. I'm going to bring in my partner in crime here. He's wearing his Texas hat today. That's not a Tennessee volunteer contrary hat. Contrary to popular belief. All right, contrary to popular belief, he is a Texas Longhorn guy. Jeffrey Cooperstein, how are you doing today, my friend? Jack Sperry, it's always good to be here on a Wednesday with the Enzers. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't have our terrible towels today because they're in the laundry, but we don't care about that. That's okay. You know what we're going to do, baby? Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right, so let's get the party started here with this question. Should the Steelers sign a free agent to bolster their roster? The big name that's been kind of circulating over the last 24 hours J. is J.J. Watt. I'm in. That would be <laughs> sick if they got him to bring to play with his brother. Imagine TJ on one side and JJ on the other rushing the passer. Well, Along with Alex Highsmith. And, and Cam Hayward. Picture this right now. It's third and 12. Jordan Love's lined up in shotgun. <laughs> you have TJ Watt, JJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Cam Hayward all going at him. Oh, my gosh. Jordan Love might retire. It would be unstoppable. And by the way, JJ Watt, I think he's still in playing shape. I mean, if you. Oh, we're, yeah. We're going to show the picture that he put on Twitter of him lifting with the Pittsburgh Steelers last Friday. Uh, and he's still he's still squatting four plates. I think this guy is still plenty strong enough to play football in the National Football League. But let me know what you guys think down there in the comments section. If you guys are answering yes to this question, let me know which free agent you want the Steelers to go get. Because right now some people want to bring <laughs> Anthony Barr, inside linebacker, Jarvis Landry, slot wide receiver maybe, J.J. Watt. Let me know which guy you guys want. So Roger says, where would you put Alex Heisman? So J.J. actually plays a 3-4 defensive end coop where he would be taking essentially Larry Ogunjobi's exactly. spot. And plus, you know, so pretty much the way it would work. If you bring in J.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith and T.J. Watt will be your true outside linebackers. And then when you have that five down front in the 3-4, you're going to have Cam Hayward. You're going to have whoever plays nose tackle, so either Keanu Benson or Montrevious Adams. And then you're going to have J.J. Watt, where Larry Ogunjobi usually plays, at the five technique. And then once you get to a four down front in your nickel formations, obvious passing situations, that sort of deal, 
You got Highsmith and Watt on the outside, and then Cam Hayward and J.J. Watt at the two defensive tackle spots. I'm so in. Holy crap, man. That would be absolutely incredible, man. Steelers already have the best pass rush in the NFL, in my opinion. Imagine if they add J.J. Watt. (laughs) That would be insane. I'm going to let you know whether I think that's actually a realistic possibility. But first, I want to tell you about today's sponsor here for this live stream, and it is the only uh, ticketing app that I have on my phone right now, and that's Game Time. I'm somebody, guys, that loves to get tickets last minute, whether it be an MLB baseball game, an NBA basketball game, whether it's going to a concert with my girlfriend, Cassie. We love to get tickets uh, kind of at the last minute, and Game Time is perfect for those types of people. Uh, because they got the lowest price guarantee, and then they also have flash deals right before game time. So if you're someone like me, likes to get last-minute tickets, you're going to get the lowest price guarantee, and they're going to be even lower because of those flash deals. They also have an awesome app to use. It's super user-friendly, and it's really the only ticketing app that you need on your phone. There is a reason why it's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are also sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through that pesky email to get your tickets. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time today. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code STEALERSCHAT. One word, all caps, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code STEALERSCHAT. One word, all caps, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Sperry, we're already getting some good questions for our mailbag, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited to see what kind of questions you guys got. i um, very excited to talk about J.J. Watt today. Minka, we got a big injury update. But now let's talk a little bit about Mike Tomlin, okay? Uh, last week, I said on the show that I think Mike Tomlin is arguably a top-five head coach in the National Football League. You know, a couple of years ago, that probably wouldn't have been a controversial thing to say. Agreed. Uh, But now because he's hired Matt Canada, the offense has sputtered for a number of years now. Um, You know, there's there's definitely uh, an argument to be made that he's not a top five head coach. Now, I've made the argument, Coop, that the most important job for a head coach in the National Football League is to be a leader of men, to command the respect of the locker room. We see that with Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell with the Lions... He's not like this incredible schematic, like mastermind. He's not an X's and O's. He's not an X's and O's, O's guys. He's a culture builder. And that's what Mike Tomlin is. But not only do you get that culture building aspect with Mike Tomlin, you get a defensive, one of the top 10 defensive minds, in my opinion, in this league has has, has delivered elite defenses throughout his career as head coach. And I really do think that he's top 10 in that category. All All you really need to do right now is get, Pair him with the right offensive coordinator, right? That's what you got to do. You got to pair him with the right offensive coordinator. And if you do that, then you got a great culture builder at the head of your organization who's also a great defensive mind. And that, and then you got the great offense, right? If you can put the right quarterback and offensive coordinator uh, on the offensive side of the ball, I think absolutely Mike Tomlin could still win a Super Bowl in the National Football League. And the reason why I like Tomlin so much and the reason why I think that he could still be a Super Bowl winning coach is that we see how bad this offense is, right? And he deserves some of the blame of that. Don't get me wrong, right? He is still the one hiring and firing coaches. He's the one that brought in Matt Canada. He deserves all the blame for that. However, if you do put the right offensive coordinator in here and he finds the right guy, 
I mean, you're going to have a great defense and a great offense yeah. and a great culture here in Pittsburgh. That's the kind of stuff that wins you championships. And if you move on from Mike Tomlin and you get somebody else, you're risking losing that culture here in Pittsburgh. And that's not something I'm willing to do, especially if the Steelers are going to be above 500 again this year. Look, the jury is still out on Kenny Pickett as well. But if he finds the right offensive coordinator that's able to get the best out of Pickett and this team, imagine if this team had the 12th best offense in the league. They would be a Super Bowl contender. They really would because of how elite this defense is, I think. So I, I think this team, if they find out a way to be average on offense next year, and that's on Tomlin to figure out because it's obviously not Matt Canada, so it's going to be someone else. And I want to shout out my man Damian Roy in the chat right now. He's here for every live show, and he says culture building needs to, uh, equal, needs to equal to wins. And here's the thing, though. Uh, Damien, that's what Tomlin has done. He's gotten over 500 yeah, or at year, 500 right? every year. This guy consistently delivers a winning product, even if even if the offense stinks, even if, like, say, Big Ben Roethlisberger was out for the year, had to bring in freaking Duck Hodges of all people, right? This guy gets this team to win no matter what this team is going through, no matter what adversity is going on, no matter what players are injured, no matter how bad the offense is, Mike Tomlin finds a way, and the reason why he's able to do that is because he is an elite culture builder. He gets the very most out of his players. I mean, just look at this season. The, the Steelers have been outgained in all eight of their football games this year. They've won five of them. That's great culture. That's being resilient. That's being able to really take on adversity and overcome it. That is culture, like, guys. And I think that Mike Tomlin is one of the best in the league at doing that. I like this point from Coy in the chat. He says, Tomlin is a top five coach, but his staff is no better than 25 or worse. That's probably true. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, And that's probably one. I think that's probably Tomlin's biggest weakness at this point. His staff. And his, yep. his coaching career is that he doesn't make the best hires. I mean, Pat Meyer, the offensive line coach. Sucks. One of the worst offensive line coaches in the league, in my opinion. Matt Canada. Arguably the worst offensive play caller in the league. So I don't know what needs to happen. I don't know if Omar Khan needs to take control of like the hiring and firing of some of these coaches or whatever needs to happen. But this coaching staff does need to get better. I completely Damian can see Al that. And that's probably Tomlin's biggest weakness as a head coach. Because, you know, I think another point that needs to be said here, Coop, when it comes to Mike Tomlin and his coaching staff is that once you're a head coach for a decade, a decade and a half plus at this point, like you're not making connections with other coaching staffs, right? When you're an assistant coach, you're going to other systems, you're, you're meeting new people. But when you're a head coach for that long, you got the same people around you. You don't really have that opportunity to, to meet new people, to grow, to get new ideas. And I think that's probably Mike Tomlin's biggest weakness at this point in his career. All right, now we got a nice super chat. What's that? I wanted to shout out Damian real quick. He also said Byron Lefwich. Enough said. Enough said. All right. So let's get into our Super Chat menu today. We really do appreciate it. If you guys uh, want to donate to the show today, it helps us uh, make more content for you guys here on Steelers Talk. Really do appreciate everybody. And you know what? You know what we're going to do? We're going to try something new today, Coop. Every $5 Super Chat that has the word yins in it 
we're going to be taking a shot today, okay? So every $5 Super Chat, yens is the magic word. So $5 Super Chat, put yens in there. We'll do a shot for you guys. $10, we'll sing the O Canada song. If you haven't heard the O Canada song yet, you definitely want to hear it. It's an, I think it's my masterpiece, Coop. I think it's my magnum opus. Your Beethoven. My Beethoven, that's right. A $20 Super Chat gets your name on the, on the Hard Hat Hall of Fame. You can see all the names that we got on the helmet already. Uh, starting to run out of room, though. So if you want your name on the helmet, 20 bucks, we'll put you on there. We'll go crazy for you. And then also, we got $50 Super Chat. Red Hot Bean Boozled. So these are the hottest jelly beans on the planet for a $50 Super Chat. Either Coop or I will eat one for you guys. And $100 on today's stream gets you into the Steelers Talk Gold Club for life. You get extra raffle tickets every time you enter. And then you also get a nice Super Chat sticker uh, letting everybody know for life that you are a Gold Club member. So here's some shout-outs, the weekly shout-outs for all of our Gold Club members. Shout-out to Austin, Mo Love, Brian, Anthony, Nathan, James, DJV, Patty, Elliptic6, Alexander, Zach Ecker, Troy Hart, Andrew, Jesse, Go Blue, Buckeye, Sam, uh, Hot Rod24, Black and Gold Emperor40, Lord Buddy Bear, Max Payne, Chad Corley, F1 Video Watcher, Steelers Dad. Sorry we still don't have your picture there, Steelers Dad. Jesper, Jacob, and Nightmare. So before we get into our first segment today, we got news and rumors of the day here on Steelers Talk coming your way. But spam W for me down in the comments section for the next 60 seconds. The person that puts it in there the most is going to get their name on the Steelers Talk Hard Hat Hall of Fame for free. All right, for free. So let's get those W's. In the chat, I see no Ashton w's. in there. I see Coolass in there. I see Ryan. I see Coy. I see Steelers. Dad is here. I see Sky. Get those W's in the chat. I see Kyle King, CM Punk. Let's go get those shout-outs going, Coop. Let me look. Hang on. I wasn't ready for you to come to me. I was getting something ready. I see John. I see Steelers. Dad, Kyle King, Come Sky. on now. Robert, CM, Pug, John Pereira, cool ass. Pause. Get your name on Robert the helmet. Bolson, Keep Steelers it coming. Dad. Keep it coming. Damian, Roy, Ashton, G, John McKee, Mimic, Trazer, Sperry. Who is it? It's going to be Mimic Terzier. Let's go. Boy, Mimic. Everybody spam Mimic in the chat. Let's ride. Good stuff, Mimic. We mimic, appreciate you guys. Mimic. 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 Let's go, mimic. man. All right, Mimic. You are now on the helmet. Congratulations to you, my friend. Let's go, man. So I want to give a little bit of a shout-out here to our Black Diamonds. So $500 Venmo or Cash App will actually get you into the Black Diamond Club. So shout-out to Sam Pugh, F1 Video Watcher, Nathan Glasgow, Blue Buckeye, and Elliptic Six, if you're watching this, we're still making, uh, we're still kind of designing yours. Uh, it will your, be your, ready your, for Sunday's game. It will be ready for Sunday's game, though. So you will see it on Sunday. Uh, if you're a part of Black Diamonds, $500 Venmo or Cash App, you get your own customized jersey that I wear here on our live watch parties with your own retired number here at Steelers Talk. And then also you get your very own unique Super Chat sticker for life, all right? So if you want to be a Steelers Talk legend today and send in a $500 Venmo, that option is there for you guys as well. So let's make sure you guys click that thumbs up icon right now. We got 100 people watching 
Only 33 likes. Those are rookie numbers, guys. Let's get up to at least 50. Let's split that in half right now. Let's get up to 50 likes, and we'll start our show today. Let's go, man. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right, man, we're seven likes away now. We got 43. Now we're at 46. Who's going to be the 50th like? I want to talk some J.J. Watt today, Coop. Let's go, man. J.J. Watt? I want to talk some J.J. Watt to the Pittsburgh Steelers today, First man. Star. We're two Steelers. likes away. Click that thumbs up icon. It's a free and easy way to help out the channel, man. We're at 49. Can we get one more? We need one more to start the show. Let's go, Yins. Who's going to be number 50? There it is. There we got it is. It. Let's ride. We got it. All right. So coming up here, latest Steelers news and rumors. Make sure you stick around for my Steelers hot seat tracker. Ten Steelers that need to pick it up or their jobs could be in jeopardy. And then, of course, middle segment today, Steelers talk live mailbag. Hashtag Steelers in the chat or super chat to get your questions on this week's mailbag. And with that, Coop, are we ready to get things going? All right. So... You know, I want to address the, the, the pin poll right now. Any shot J.J. Watt joins the Steelers this year? 56% said no. I'm going to give you my take right now here on Steelers Talk. The J.J. Watt to the Pittsburgh Steelers rumors are back, people. I'm going to be letting you know if there's any shot that the retired defensive lineman actually ends up playing with his brother here in 2023 in Pittsburgh. Also, we got a massive Minka Fitzpatrick injury update, and he could even be playing this week versus the Green Bay Packers. And then also Mike Tomlin addresses the George Pickens drama on Instagram. Going to let you know what Coach T had to say about that situation. And before I get into today's Steelers news and rumors, the real ones know that clicking that, or clicking that thumbs up icon is the easiest way to help out the channel. It's free. It tells the YouTube algorithm to push this out to other Steelers fans like yourselves. So if you're a true Yinzer, a real one here at Steelers Talk, kick off today's show by clicking that thumbs up icon. All right, now let's talk about J.J. Watt, where now the retired NFL defensive lineman says that last week on the Pat McAfee show, that last week when he was watching the Pittsburgh Steelers and his brother play football against the Tennessee Titans on Thursday Night Football, that was the first time in his retirement that he has actually missed playing football. And then the following day, the following day, he is at the Steelers facility and he is working out at the Pittsburgh Steelers facility with his brother TJ and the other members of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean... This is something to at least keep your eye on. I would say uh, I would love J.J. Watt to join the black and gold, especially if like, you get a big injury to another defensive lineman, like if, if, God forbid, Cam gets hurt again, or Larry O, if he ends up getting hurt. Getting a guy like J.J. Watt, somebody that, I mean, I don't know, if we can go back to that picture of the, of the squat rack, this guy is still squatting four plates on each side of the bar. I'm pretty sure J.J. Watt is still plenty strong enough to play in the National Football League. I mean, that's not easy for anybody, let alone a civilian, all right? So I still think J.J. Watt 
has uh, absolutely the ability to come back and play if he so chooses. Now, if he plays, I know some people might be saying, Jack, but we already have Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt. Where are we going to put J.J. Watt? Well, let me tell you, man, when he's played in 3-4 systems, he's actually played the 5 technique, that 3-4 defensive end spot that we currently play Larry Ogunjobi at right now. Of course, we got Montrevious Adams as the true nose tackle and Cameron Hayward back from injury. It's nice to have him back there at the 3 technique. Keanu Benson can play 3 and 1. Armin Watts, Loudermilk, Liao, they've been moving guys around all season long. If you add J.J. Watt to this mix, I think this is undeniably the best defensive line in the National Football League. But I'll say this right now, Jens, don't get your hopes up too high with this one. I know J.J. likes to be cheeky. He likes to be able to you know, say these things. And listen, this isn't the first time that these rumors have come up and nothing has come to fruition. So I definitely wouldn't count on J.J. Watt coming back this season, but you never know. You know, last like quarter of the season, Steelers are right there in the playoff mix. Could T.J. Watt maybe get J.J. to join the squad? Who knows? We know that he has a high level of respect for Mike Tomlin and the Steelers as an organization, but I'll just say this right now, guys. Don't get your hopes up too high. So let's say, you guys, is there any shot that J.J. Watt ends up joining the Pittsburgh Steelers here in 2023. Type Y if you think yes, or type N if you think no. This is going to be the pinned comment on today's show, so YouTube's going to throw you an ad break here in just a couple of seconds. When that happens, take advantage of that time by answering today's pinned question. Now let's shift to Minka Fitzpatrick, who, of course, left uh, the game a couple weeks ago with a hamstring injury. It looked like he's going to be out for at least a little while. Uh, only missed last week's game against the Tennessee Titans, and now head coach Mike Tomlin is saying that Fitzpatrick has a chance to play versus the Green Bay Packers here in Week 9, and this would be absolutely massive for the Pittsburgh Steelers secondary. He's by far their best player in the secondary so far this season. Joey Porter Jr. has been a nice piece on the outside, but, you know, DeMonte KZ, Keanu Neal, I think those guys are good secondary players, but neither of them is a true primary safety that can just go out there and F stuff up the way that Minka Fitzpatrick can. I, I think that this would be absolutely huge for Minka to get back. However, I don't want to rush him back. When he gets back, I want him back fully healthy because right now the Steelers' defense can survive without him. you got a great pass rush Jerry Porter Jr. is doing his thing on the outside. As much as I want Minka on the field, I don't want him to get re-injured and for him to be out for the season. All right, now coming up here, I'm going to be talking about Mike Tomlin's comments about the George Pickens drama on Instagram late last week. But before I get into that, I want to tell you about today's sponsor at game time. And let me tell you, man, this is the only ticketing app that I have on my phone. I used to be somebody that had like five, six ticketing apps on my phone to try to see what the lowest price was. Of course, all of them have big fees, all these different kinds of things, but game time is different, man. I'm somebody that loves to get last minute tickets and game time is perfect for that because not only do they have the lowest price guarantee so you don't have to check a bunch of different apps, but they also have flash deals right before the event. So if you're someone like me, likes to go to MLB baseball games and, M and NBA basketball games kind of last minute, you can check the app and they're going to have flash deals for you guys. So you're going to get the lowest price ticket possible uh, for your event. It's also They also have a fantastic app that's super easy to use. Got 360 degree views of the seats before you buy them. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason, people. So buy tickets in a matter of seconds today. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are also sent 
directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your pesky email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time today. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code STEELERSCHAT. One word, all caps, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code STEELERSCHAT. One word, all caps, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. So Mike Tomlin addressed the George Pickens drama. Of course, he unfollowed the team. He said, free me on his Instagram story. Deleted all content of him in a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform. The whole nine yards, right? But now that everything seems to be smoothed over, and Coach T had this to say about the situation at his weekly press conference here on Tuesday. Uh, they asked him how hard it is to deal with this kinds of stuff, and he says, it's like breathing. It's easy. I know it's a cute story for you guys, but it's a pebble in my shoe, to be quite honest with you, in terms of the things that I have to do in an effort to get this group ready to play this week. Our focus is on the Green Bay Packers and what we're all going to do in this football game, and I can't state it any plainer than that. And then he continues to say here about Pickens himself. He wants to be significant. He wants to be a reason why we are successful. Man, y'all don't begrudge that. I want guys that want the football. I want guys who want to be central reasons of why we are successful. So that's a non-issue, to be quite honest with you. And I love Mike Tomlin's approach when it comes to these sorts of things. He's, he's kind of dealt with diva receivers in the past. You remember Antonio Brown, right? You, you remember all these different guys that have come in here. And Tomlin is the consummate player's coach because he's all business. He's no nonsense. And then he's going to stick up for his players when the media is kind of calling him names and you know, calling him immature, all these different things. Mike Tomlin's going to be like, you know what? I appreciate the fact that you want the damn football. Now, maybe, could he be more professional about it? Absolutely. But for a coach to stick up for a player like this, particularly a young player, George Pickens is going to go to war for, Mo for Mike Tomlin moving forward. I absolutely love it. I think this is an awesome approach by Coach T. But let me know what your concern level is about George Pickens at this point in his career. Are you concerned about the behavior from George Pickens. Is he going to be the next AB here in Pittsburgh? Let me know right now. Scale of 1 to 10. 1 being not worried at all. 10 being super worried. He's going to ask for a trade this offseason. Let me know what you guys think down there in the comments section. Now before I go, I do have some final news items to cover here. Uh, number 1, uh, you know, it's, it's looking like the right tackle spot on the offensive line is officially Broderick Jones's, at least moving forward. It looks like Dan Moore Jr. is going to stick at left tackle, and Broderick Jones has officially placed Chuck Wuma Okorafor as the starting right tackle. Now, I think because, you know, you trade up for Broderick in the first round, you kind of want him to move over to the left side eventually, but when it comes to this season, having that flexibility to play right tackle and left tackle is going to be very valuable for Broderick throughout his career. And you know what? Right tackle with all the great edge rushers that line up on the right tackle in today's NFL, having a really good right tackle is almost just as important as having a really good left tackle. So if Broderick does really good at right tackle like he was last week against Tennessee, by the way, uh, I think that I wouldn't mind keeping him at right tackle and then bringing in someone else to play left tackle in the future, especially if Dan Moore Jr. isn't cutting it moving forward. And then also, Colin Cowherd. I mean, it seems like we're talking about this clown every single week when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. One week, he puts him like sixth on his list and says, Kenny Pickett's awesome. 
And the next week he says, Kenny Pickett sucks and he, he has nothing special about him. This is what he had to say on his show about quarterback one. The Steelers, loyal to a fault, are going to ride the local guy, Kenny Pickett, for years to the very end like they did with Big Ben. They're going to convince themselves we're going to get there. Big Ben's last seven, eight years, fairy tale. Nobody bought it except you. And nobody thinks Kenny Pickett's got the arm, the juice, the it. Nobody because he doesn't. He was a third-round pick, and they reached on him because they were desperate at quarterback because Big Ben scared them every time they considered drafting his heir apparent. And so they're left with a nice kid, a local kid, who's a B-minus at almost everything. Now, I actually think there's certain aspects to this. There's like a kernel of truth to this. Uh, because usually there's a kernel in truth in just about every stupid thing that people say. But I think that he's also wrong about one specific factor about that. And he says that Kenny doesn't have the it factor. He doesn't have, uh, uh, you know, he doesn't have a, bit, a special ability. But let me tell you what Kenny's special ability is right now. It's his ability to play in the fourth quarter and show up. I mean, I don't know if I've really seen a player like this, somebody that has just absolutely abysmal numbers in the first three quarters and then absolutely turns it on in the fourth quarter. The only player I can really compare him to is Tim Tebow when he was with the Denver Broncos. Worst quarterback in the league the first three quarters, but when the brights were li li or the hot were the brightest, uh, Tim Tebow showed up. Right? And that's kind of what Kenny Pickett's been doing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You look at the advanced stats here in the fourth quarter this year. I mean, Kenny Pickett turns into a top 10 quarterback. He's top 10 in accuracy, right? just outside the top 10 in catchable percentage. And then he's ninth in on target. He's third in quarterback rating in the clutch. He's second in estimated points added EPA. Very important stat for GMs around the league. And then another big one, points above replacement. He's top 10 in the fourth quarter right now. And by the way, you see those numbers right there, the plus 7.5, et cetera. That's the difference between uh, the fourth quarter and the other three quarters combined, all right? So Kenny is absolutely lapping himself when it comes to the fourth quarter this year, and I think that's his special ability. You don't see quarterbacks perform this well in the fourth quarter, particularly at his age every day. And if he can develop, his overall game, and he can get more consistent in the first three quarters, the Steelers might actually have something here for the future. But let me know what you guys think down there in the comments section. Does Colin Cowherd even know what he's talking about here? Type S if you think he's smart, or type D if you think he's dumb. And that'll be it for me today, Yinzers. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. Make sure you click that subscribe button. And until I see you guys next time, here we go, Steelers. All right. First segment in the books coming up is that Steelers Talk mailbag. Uh, and did I see a super chat come in? All right, we, we have a super chat here. We'll get to that here in just a second. But if you want to get your question on today's show, hashtag Steelers or super chat, get it in the chat now. And we'll Ethereum. get you on the show. My, oh, Ethereum, what's up, man? He says, JJ coming to Pitts, Pittsburgh would be good, would definitely help. I mean, I don't think they need him. But he would help. But he would help. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Fame player. He's still squatting four plates on either JJ, side. God damn. If JJ played a full 17-game season, how many sacks do you think he'd get? Well, last year, what did he have last year? He had a pretty good number last year with the Is Arizona Cardinals. He led, he led the Cardinals in sacks last year. He had a three-sack game last year. That, that, that brother could still probably play. You think he could give you double-digit sacks? 
Maybe not double digits. Ten sacks for JJ. Maybe eight or nine, though. Yeah, it's possible. Plus, he's a good run defender. I mean, especially if like Larry Ogunjobi goes down for the season, I'm I'm immediately putting um, JJ Watt on the phone. And I'm saying, come to Pittsburgh. You're in luck. Cassie said she just finished making some Oreo balls. Bonk? Sounds good. It is good. She know she knows her way. She knows her way around that, man. I appreciate that. She's a good cook. She's a really good cook, man. So Ethereum, thank you so much for your two dollar Canadian dollar super chat. That's Turn awesome. It off. Make sure you get your questions in the chat. Hashtag Steelers or super chat. And we'll get today's mailbag going as soon as we have enough questions, Coop. I want to get this going as soon as possible. Is that so? Oh, I see. I see. Uh, my mother is in here. Your mother's in here. Patty! Patty is here. Hello, mother. It's good Hello, to, mother. It's good to see your face. Uh, so let's show the super chat menu because I know bad. my mom is going to want to see the super chat menu. This your mom week. wants to see it? Yeah, because she likes to. she likes to put me in pain. At times, especially when it's live on camera. So uh, we've got super chat menu today. Five dollars. Magic word is yins. So if you put a five dollar super chat or more, and you put yins in the comment, we'll do a shot. Ten dollars is an O Canada song. Twenty bucks or more gets your name on the hard hat. Fifty bucks. We've got the world's hottest jelly beans right here, and the Carolina Reaper flavor is the hottest jelly bean in the world. We had a couple of them on our watch party last week on Thursday, and they're not fun. They put you in pain. But for 50 bucks, for 50 bucks, we'll end up, we'll do it. We'll do it. And then if, you, uh, if you're not Mama Spare here and you're not already in Gold Club, <laughs> if you can put in a $100 Super Chat. Coop and I will both have to eat one. No way. And you'll be in suit, and you'll be, uh, <laughs> And you'll be in Gold Club for life. We got another $2 super chat from Etheria here. It says 114 total sacks for JJ. Last season, 39. That, the 39 is not right. So I don't know what you meant to say there. Etheria, yeah, I think that might have been know. a typo there uh, from Etheria. If he would have had 39 sacks last year, he would be the greatest defensive player of all time. So Rylan M says, where are these JJ rumors from? They're from JJ Watt. Rylan, if you missed it, we will show you where they're from. So Ryland, this is JJ. So that is a picture that JJ Watt posted last Friday, uh, where he was lifting with the Steelers when he was visiting TJ. He was lifting with the Steelers, and then also he told Matt, Pat McAfee on his show today that last week was the first time that he missed football. So there's speculation going around. I told you guys during that last segment, I don't think it's going to actually happen. But man, it's always fun to talk TJ or, or JJ Watt in a potential and uh... a potential combining of talents here between him and his brother TJ. That would be bloody fantastic. I want to get your hopes up too high. If JJ makes a return to the NFL, it would be with the Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, Steelers. there's no doubt about it. He's a Steelers fan now. Like, you yeah. saw him wearing that, waving that waving terrible towel. towel. Like, he's a Yinzer now, man. Through and through, man. That's awesome. So, Sky Consumption says 12.5 sacks last season. I thought it was actually – I thought it was more – That's crazy. That's pretty good, man. For – for, that being his last season, he could totally come back and, and be an effective player. JJ, if you want to be a Steeler, let us know. We'll, we'll tell Mr. Mr. Omar Khan to get in touch. JJ, if you are watching this show right now for some... Which I'm sure you are. For some reason. He's watching. Come to the Steelers, man. We'll treat you right, all right? How many? Are we good on questions here, I Coop? believe we are good to go, my friend. 
All right, let's get into this mailbag here. Can't wait to answer. Oh! <laughs> there it is! Oh my goodness. A you have to eat it. Dollar Super Chat from Patty Gustafson. Let's go! You have to eat it. Oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta get. Uh. You have to eat it? No. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, uh, you know what? I'm going to say this right now. Because I don't want to like not be able to talk during these segments, I'll do this at the end of the show. But I'll say this right now. It's yours. I'll tell you right now. Every 50 that we get, I'm going to eat Every single bean all at once. No way. So if we get more 50s, I'll add more beans to the pile. All right, that's the deal that I make. I'm for sure doing one at the end of the show. So make sure you stick around to the very end to see that. But if we get more, I will add to the total. I'll eat all of them at once. I don't believe it. Uh, Patty says, love you, Jack. Thanks, mother. <laughs> Appreciate you. Just uh, made my afternoon Cassie, and evening very, Cassie very says, unhappy. R.I.P. Sperry. What's that? Cassie says R.I.P. Sperry. Yeah. I'm, do we have milk here? I might, I might need some milk. He uh, needs some milk. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to try to get through these next two se segments without pooping my pants here. We're on uh, prize picks. Is this next one right? Correct. We all got right. prize picks on this next one. Here we go. Answering your Steelers questions on the Steelers Talk Mailbag coming at you right now. It's week 10 in the 2023 NFL season, and today I'm going to be answering your questions on the Pittsburgh Steelers here on Steelers Talk on the weekly mailbag. But before we get into this week's questions, we got a bunch of spicy topics to discuss with you guys. Join the most interactive Steelers YouTube community here on the platform. We do these weekly mailbags. We got weekly live shows and watch parties, getting you guys involved, giving you guys a great outlet to uh, connect with your fellow Yinzer. So if that's something that interests you, consider clicking that subscribe button. And with that, I'll pause and open it up for questions. Starting with Ryan. says, so should the Steelers draft a QB in this draft to compete with Kenny next summer? So I think that if, you, if you're bringing somebody in to compete with Kenny, uh, I think it's going to be a veteran. I think it's going to be a veteran that you believe in, that you're not going to have to pay too much money to. Uh, you know, I think if you're drafting a quarterback next year, it's probably to straight up replace Kenny Pickett moving forward. It's probably going to be a first round pick. Uh, you know, I, how likely is that? I'm not too sure. I guess we'll have to see how Kenny plays the rest of the year. But is there a scenario where you get maybe like an Andy Dalton or maybe, you know, one of these replacement level starting capable Jacoby Brissett, maybe another option there. Somebody that you know can be a starter in this league, but maybe someone that Kenny could potentially beat if he gets better. I think that's probably going to be the case if Kenny doesn't continue to get better as the season goes on. Uh, but we really won't know the answer to that until we see a full season of Kenny Pickett as the starter and we know where the Steelers are drafting and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I wish I had a more a specific answer for you, Ryan, but I think it's more likely they bring in a veteran to compete with Kenny Pickett. Then we got Afton Forward here. It says, do you think the team brings in another inside linebacker? So right now, the Steelers have Landon Roberts. They got Kawan Alexander. They've got Mark Robinson. And they got Michael Walker, right? Uh, practice squad player. So it's kind of thin at the inside linebacker position. But it's pretty much equally as thin on the free agency market right now. 
The player that is kind of being speculated to Pittsburgh is Anthony Barr. So maybe that's something that you could do if, if you feel like you need to add another body. But honestly, I think I feel pretty good with where the Steelers are at. I think Alandon Roberts has really played well this year. Quan Alexander has shown some flashes. Mark Robinson, I trust as a backup in this situation. So, you know, if, the, if things start to crumble in weeks to come, maybe you bring in an Anthony Barr. But right now, I think the Steelers are going to stand pat and they're good to go. Then we got one from First Don Steelers. He says, George Pickens is clearly a volatile personality. Should the Steelers trade him for a haul while they can this offseason? So I think that Mike Tomlin is actually one of the better coaches in the league when it comes to reining in kind of these diva-type receivers. He did it for years with Antonio Brown, for Christ's sakes. Nobody else was able to corral Antonio Brown for more than two years, right? So I think that Mike Tomlin being that player's first coach, players will die for this man. They'll run through a brick wall for him. I think George Pickens is going to be the type of guy that really connects himself to Coach T. Uh, and overall, I don't think it's a smart idea to trade somebody like George Pickens because these guys don't grow on trees, right, man? They just don't, you just don't find George Pickenses every single day. And if you do, you either have to pay them a massive contract or you have to, you have to spend usually a high first-round draft pick on them. You got them in the second. You got them at a steal. So right now, I think you got to do whatever you can to keep him in your building. If he demands a trade this offseason, that's another thing. But I don't think if you're the Steelers, you're willingly trading away George Pickens at this point. But you tell me what you guys think. Get your opinion down there in the chat. What should the Steelers do with George Pickens moving forward? Type T if you think trade or type K if you think keep. This is also going to be the pinned comment on today's show. So YouTube's going to throw you an ad break here. Just a couple of seconds. When that happens, take advantage of that time by answering today's pin question. Then we got one from my man Ashton G. And he says, Fitzpatrick, Highsmith, Watts, Hayward, Neal, Porter Jr., KZ, just nasty. I mean, yeah. I mean, that is kind of nasty, man. I mean, I, I mean, listing a lot of good players right there. Absolutely. Keanu Neal, I don't know, belongs on the same list as guys like Minka Fitzpatrick and Highsmith and and – you know, and Armin Watts, probably not either. But, I mean, overall, good list, my friend. Then we got one from Steelers' dad, Steelers' top gold club member here. It says, can Omar Khan make an executive decision and fire and replace Canada? I'm sure he can. I'm sure he has the ability to do that. But I really think that he trusts Coach Tomlin's, uh, uh, what do you call it, judgment when it comes to these sorts of things. I mean, <sighs> I think at the end of the year, Matt Canada's contract is up. If this offense doesn't get significantly better, if they're not a top 10 offense for the rest of this season moving forward, I think he's gone regardless. And I think Mike Tomlin would actually probably be on board with that. Then we get DJ KJ here. He says, what do you think about Bryant signing with the Cowboys? He's talking about Martavis Bryant, former Steelers wide receiver from 2014 through 2018, signing with the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are desperate. I'm sorry. I think that they're desperate. They don't have a whole lot of wide receiver depth right now. Not sure if Bryant is really a reliable uh, option at this point in his career. It's a practice squad contract, so I guess why not give a big, fast, athletic receiver a shot on your practice squad? But overall, I don't think the signing is going to amount to much. All right, now before I get things going later in today's show, let's have a word from our sponsor at Prize Picks. And if you want to spice up your game days this NFL season, go ahead. Go to Prize Picks. Let us know how you feel because I love this app, man. I've been absolutely addicted to using Prize Picks since we started partnering with them 
just about a month ago. And if you want to spice up your game this is NFL season, you can check it out now. It's a daily fantasy sports game that's based on skill and can win you real money. You might be asking yourself, how does this work? You pick two to six players, and if they'll go for more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. And pretty much the way it works, guys, is they got a bunch of different stuff for you to choose from. They got like projected passing yards or receiving yards or rushing yards, touchdowns, field goals made. And all you have to do is press more or less in order to get the job done here. Super easy to use, super addictive. And if you know ball, guys, if you know ball, you will make money with this app. I promise you that. Check it out now at prizepick.com slash CLNS and use our code CLNS for a deposit match up to 100 dollars today with prize picks it takes less than 60 seconds to make your picks so get started right away go to prizepicks.com slash clns and use our code clns for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. that's code clns at prizepicks.com slash clns for a deposit match up to 100 dollars today got one for brian timmons here he says how confident do you feel that the steelers will make the playoffs at the end of the year I feel relatively confident at this point, all right? I'm kind of tempering my expectations because uh, you've been outgained in all eight of your football games so far. Matt Canada's offense, definitely sputtering. But the offense, I thought, looked way better last week, particularly the run uh, offense. And uh, I think that this team is getting incrementally better as the season goes on, right? You're starting Joey Porter Jr. now. You're playing Jalen Warren more. You're playing Broderick Jones at right tackle. This team is kind of baby stepping their way to playing better football. They're getting healthy now, all that, all the, all, all that great stuff right there. And I think by the end of the season, you're going to have to win every single game you're supposed to. You're going to have to beat Green Bay. You're going to have to beat Arizona. You're going to have to win some of these divisional games. But I think when it comes down to it, the Steelers are going to be right there, just like they were last season. And I think with Mike T leading the way, I think this team's got a pretty darn good shot of locking up a wild card spot. All right, now let me know what you guys think down there in the comment section. Will the Steelers make the playoffs here in 2023? Type yes or type no. Let me know what you guys think down there in the comment section. Then we got one from my man, Kermit is my God here. He says, is George uh, were to demand a trade in the future, what do you think we would get in return for him? I think the Steelers would want a first round pick because uh, at least a second rounder, right? Second and maybe some change. Because, you know, he's got the all-world kind of talent, right? The, ability, the catches that this guy can make, the routes that this guy can run, the ability uh, after the catch that we've seen this year, right? This guy's one of the most talented uh, wide receivers in the National Football League right now. But there is also the other side of the coin there where he's, I mean, if the Steelers are trading him, that means that he's a volatile personality. That means he's already demanding a trade in the National Football League. So teams are going to definitely... Uh, be a little bit wary of that. So I think that the most you could, I don't know if you're going to get a first rounder for him, even though he's worth that as a player. So, I mean, this is going to be tough because I, what would you offer for George Pickens? I mean, it would be probably a second and maybe a third, maybe two seconds. I guess we'll have to see on the value there. But in my opinion, George Pickens is worth at least a first round pick and Omar Khan probably won't want to let him go for anything less than that. Then we got one from Lane Ewing here. Says we need to keep Broderick at right tackle rest of the season. Dan Moore has been better these past couple weeks, and Broderick looks amazing on both sides. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say Broderick looks amazing. I wouldn't go that far. I think he looked damn good on the right side, and he played really well on the left tackle side as well. Uh, he, he has had some bad reps, so I won't say he's been fantastic. 
Uh, but I think that's more of an editorial decision there of language. Uh, but when you look at the, the situation right now, Dan Moore Jr. has been playing better. His overall grade is still the lowest on the Steelers' offensive line. But overall, this run game is way better with Broderick Jones at right tackle than Chakwuma Korfor. Broderick Jones freaking moves people at the point of attack, which helps out Jalen Warren. It helps out Najee Harris. It helps out this Steelers' offense as a whole. And I can't wait to see more. Then we got one from Matt Canada. Sucks. Love that name. He says, I know you say that, that offensive head, head coaches are superior to defensive head coaches. So why not fire Mike Tomlin to hire someone from the Shanahan tree? So, uh, you know, I do. I, so I think I, I want to I correct this just a little bit. I don't necessarily say offensive coaches are superior to defensive coaches. What I say is the defensive head coach has to be an elite leader of men, right? Somebody like a Bill Belichick, somebody like a Mike Tomlin, right? Someone like a Bill Parcells, right? Somebody that's a defensive mind, but can really lead a locker room and can put the right people around him. I mean, that can still be a very effective uh, head coach that can win a Super Bowl. But, you know, the point that I make is that offensive head coaches, especially if you've got a young quarterback, is very helpful. I mean, the numbers just bear that out. Rookie, I mean, young quarterbacks with defensive head coaches just tend to do worse than ones with offensive ones. That's just a fact. And it's also harder for defensive head coaches to hang on to their offensive coordinators because if a defensive head coach has a really good offensive coordinator, they get poached, right? And they lose that guy and they have to find somebody else. But if your offensive play caller is already your head coach, you don't have to worry about them getting poached, right? So I think it's overall a good rule of thumb to go for an offensive head coach. But when you have a guy like Mike Tomlin, who is an elite leader of men, who is an offensive coordinator away from getting this team back into Super Bowl contention, in my opinion, I think you got to keep him. I think he's the right man for the job. But let me know what you guys think. Fire Mike Tomlin if the Steelers miss the playoffs this year for, this, for, another, for the second straight year. Type fire or type F if you think fire or type N if you say don't fire. And we got one from CM Punk here. He says, if we get swept in the playoffs game one, should we fire Canada or Tomlin? Uh, so I think it depends. I, so I really think that if you make it first round of the playoffs and like you're a seventh seed wild card team, the offense has stunk all year, but you just barely squeak in and then you get ramrodded by like the, sec the number two team in the AFC, uh, then yes, I think fire Matt Canada, not Mike Tomlin. Because I mean, if your offense stinks and your team got to the playoffs, that's because the culture that your head coach is setting got you to where you are getting into the playoffs, right? So I think that the one missing piece to this Steelers team when it comes to the coaching staff is that offensive play caller, right? Because I think Tomlin's already a great defensive mind. I think he's a great leader of men. This entire locker room would run through a brick wall for him. The only thing that's missing is that offensive coordinator that can really put this whole puzzle together and get this team back to Super Bowl contention. So listen, if you make the playoffs, the offense is like 25th, 26th in most categories. Right now, they're actually lower than that, by the way. Uh, if that ends up being the case, get rid of Matt Canada. Do it. Get rid of him. He stinks. Then we got one from Pittsburgh Steelers Fan 8. says, do you guys know when Anthony McFarland is coming back? I really like him at kickoff return. It's going to be this week. It sounds like it's going to be this week. Uh, they moved him off IR. They replaced Cole Holcomb's spot on the 53-man roster with McFarland. So it's looking like McFarland will be uh, probably back there with those kickoff returns. So that's good news for you. 
That'll be it for this week's mailbag. Guys, really do appreciate every single one of my fellow Yenzers that got in and got their questions in this week. If you want to get your question on next week's show, make sure you click that subscribe button and join us for our, for our live uh, for our live show next Wednesday, because that's when we film these. So go ahead, click that subscribe button, join us next week, and until next time, here we go, Steelers. All right, we got a $5 super chat from Hot Rod24. He says, damn, did we start early today? I finally get to watch another live stream live instead of the recording. What's up, Coop and Sperry? Yeah, we went early, an hour early today, 3, uh, 3 o'clock Central Time uh, here in Dallas instead of 4. Had, had some other stuff to get done around the office, so we wanted to go a little early. Yeah, had to go a little early today. But, yeah, Hot Rod, good to see you, my friend. $5 Super Chat Gold Club member right there. That's a real one if I've ever seen one right there. And King Yinzer! Oh, King Yinzer with a 20! We're not worthy! We're, We're not, not worthy. worthy! Let's go, Anthony. Good to see you, my friend, with a $20 Super Chat. And, by the way... We're $25 away from adding another bean to the total today, guys. Oh, I did we say 100 total? I don't think we said that. Oh, are you unless you're doing it. If you're doing it then that's fine. Yeah, every $50 we make on today's show, I'm adding a bean to the total. So, Patty already put in a $50 super chat. So, I already have to eat one of the world's hottest jelly beans. Every $50 that we make today, I'm eating another one. And by the way, I'm eating them at the same time. You're a nut job. I'm I'm probably gonna throw up, man. I'm not I'm I'm not gonna lie, dude. This is gonna, this is gonna suck. But for you, Steelers Nation, I will do it because I care about this team. I care about this fan base, and my job is to entertain you. So I guess that's what we're gonna do today. I guess so. All right. So coming up here, don't go anywhere. We are gonna be getting into the Steelers hot seat tracker. This will be a fun segment. This will be a fun segment, man. I'm really excited to get into this one. There's some very intriguing numbers I can't wait to share with you guys. So get those super chats in. We're $25 away from adding another bean to the total. So get those super chats in. Really do appreciate all of your support. And with that, Coop, let's get into this hot seat tracker after I take a drink here. Take a little sip of H2O and hydrate yourself. So Hot Rod 24 asks, what's the magic word, Sperry? Every $5 super chat with the word yins in it is a shot for me and Coop. Okay, so $5 super chat with the word yins. Coop and I will both take a shot for you. Okay? All right, so now let's get into the Steelers hot seat tracker. Ten Steelers players. That if they don't play well for the rest of the year, their jobs could be on the line. That's coming at you right now. We are midway through the 2023 NFL season, and today on Steelers Talk, I'm going to be breaking down 10 Steelers players that need to pick up their play if they want to keep their starting spots in this lineup heading into the 2024 season. Before I break down my list of these 10 Steelers players under the most pressure to this point, make sure you click that subscribe button. Join us for our live watch parties all season long. we got the largest Steelers watch parties here on YouTube. We do raffles every single week, 50-50 raffles, uh, MVP giveaways. We got a bunch of great stuff coming your way this week versus the Green Bay Packers. So don't miss it. Hang out with your fellow Yenzers on Sunday by clicking that subscribe button and joining our live watch parties. All right, now let's start with running back Najee Harris, former first-round pick for the black and gold. And you know what? Steelers fans have actually been pretty patient 
with Najee throughout his career here at the Black and Gold. There's lots of people out there that continue to make excuses for Najee Harris's lack of production. This year, 3.8 yards per carry. That's pretty bad, guys. Only 47.8 yards per game. That's not great either. Only two touchdowns. And then the number that I'm looking at right there, rushing yards over expectation. That's a stat that Next Gen Stats collects where it pretty much says this is the amount of yards that this particular running back is getting compared to what they should be getting. And right now, Najee is getting 20 less yards than what the offensive line is technically getting for him. And his counterpart, Jalen Warren, is arguably playing better than him right now, almost a yard more per carry. He doesn't have as many touchdowns this year, but he does have a higher success rate. He's got over 50 more yards above uh, expectation than Najee so far this year. And then he also has the higher grade. So there's definitely an argument to be made that Jalen Warren should be the number one back here. And when it comes to Najee, his clock is ticking. I mean, it really is. With Jalen playing as well as he is right now, I mean, and he's playing behind the same offensive line that Harris is, right? So I look at a guy like Najee. He's always going to have a role to play in this offense, even if Warren is the number one back. Najee is still going to be that power guy that you bring in in goal line situations and third and short, fourth and short, that kind of stuff. But if he doesn't pick it up, he's no longer going to be the number one running back here in Pittsburgh. And you can already make an argument right now that he shouldn't be right now. But let me know what you guys think down there in the comments. Who is the better player, the better running back for the Steelers right now? Type JW for Jalen Warren. Or if you think Najee Harris is still better and he's still the best running back on this team, type NH down there in the comments. Now, this guy's not a player, but he's de but his seat is definitely burning hot. And that's Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. I mean, Steelers fans have wanted to fire this guy for literally over two years at this point. And he's still here. And the offense is still one of the worst in the National Football League. You look at the numbers throughout the year so far, and they're not pretty. 29th in points per game. 28th in yards per play. 29th in yards per game, 21st and third down percentage, a little bit better, but still under uh, league average, and then 27th in red zone percentage. I mean, when you look around the league and you look at where offenses rank in these five categories, I mean, the Steelers are in the realm of like the New York Giants, the New England Patriots, the New York Jets, all these offenses that stink around the National Football League, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are unfortunately a part of that group. And it's all because of schematic issues in Matt Canada's offense. Now, yes, it does come down to execution as well at the offensive line. And Kenny Pickett hasn't been great, but we'll talk about him in a little bit here. But listen, when it comes to the specific schematic issues with this offense led by offensive coordinator Matt Canada, they're not doing enough motion at the snap. That's one of the more modern elements in the league today is getting guys going at the snap. Miami, San Francisco, Los Angeles, they do it almost every play. The Steelers almost never do it. Then they don't go to play action nearly as much. Kenny Pickett is one of the most efficient play action quarterbacks in football right now, and they're not playing enough play action. I mean, they're one of the lowest in play action percentage in the league. It's just absolutely abysmal. And then also, it's too many stagnant stop routes. You look at the modern offenses around the league, lots of crossing routes, getting the ball to guys in space with room to run. And the Steelers don't do that enough. There's so many comeback routes. There's so many stops. There's, I mean, how many times has Matt Canada run all stops on third down? 50? 75 this year? I mean, seriously, are we playing Madden right now or are we playing NFL football? Okay, and then also, it's too predictable. If it's second down and long, this season, 95% of the time the Steelers are running the football. That is way, way 
Way too predictable for an NFL offense. And then also, the poor play calling sense, man. Calling four verticals in the red zone. Throwing the ball from shotgun on fourth and one when the run game is going. There's been too many instances here where Matt Canada shows that he just doesn't know what plays to call in the right moments. And it's not looking good for Matt Canada right now. With these numbers midway through the season, he's going to have to pick it up big time. And I'm talking like top 10, at least top 15 production for the rest of this season. Or, you know, his contract's over after this year. He's gone. The Steelers are going to find a new offensive coordinator. So if there's anybody that's on the hot seat, let alone on the Steelers, but in the National Football League right now, it has to be this man, Matt Canada. Now, coming up here, I'm going to be talking about Kenny Pickett. Should his butt be on the hot seat heading into the second half of the NFL season? I'm going to let you know what I think here in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about our sponsor of today's show, which is Game Time. And let me tell you, man, Game Time is the only ticketing app that I have to use. It's the only one I have on my phone. And that didn't used to be the case. Before Game Time, I had a bunch of different ticketing apps on my phone. I was constantly looking for the lowest price. I was comparing rates, all these different things. And it would take so much time. But Game Time has saved me all that time in the world now because they got the lowest price guarantee. So I don't have to check all these different ticketing apps. And then also they got flash deals right before the event. And for someone like me that loves to get tickets last minute, that's perfect because I know I'm always getting the lowest price on these tickets. They've also got a super easy to use app that I love using. And if you get views from the seats before you, get, before you buy the tickets, absolutely fantastic. There is a reason why this is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are also sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through that pesky email of yours to get your tickets. Snag the tickets now without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code STEELERSCHAT. That's one word, all caps, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code STEELERSCHAT. One word, all caps, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. So now let's talk about Kenny Pickett here, where, you know, this is about as mild as I'm going to get. I think Kenny Pickett still has a really good shot at becoming the true franchise quarterback here in Pittsburgh, especially with the way that he's playing in the fourth quarter, but we'll get to that in a second. But right now, I mean, the, let's just face it. He's part of the issue with the Steelers' offense, okay? 61.3 completion percentage, not fantastic. Under 200 yards per game passing, six touchdowns and eight games played at this point. And for, are these the updated stats, Coop? I'm not sure, uh, but this is eight games played, not seven games played. Six touchdowns to four interceptions. Certainly not great. Then you get to the advanced stats here, and they're even worse. The turnover-worthy play percentage is top 10. I give credit where credit's due. That's a big reason why the Steelers are winning these football games, because Kenny's not turned the ball over. But everything else, 34th in catchable ball percentage, 28th in on-target percentage. That's abysmal. Big-time throw percentage tied for 26, and then points above replacement, negative 3.1. That's 36th in the National Football League. But when you go to the fourth quarter, it completely changes. This guy magically turns into a top-10 quarterback when you get to the fourth quarter. 11th in catchable percentage, 9th in on-target percentage, and then he's top three in both QB rating and estimated points added, and then he's top 10 in points above replacement in the fourth quarter this year. And you see the difference there between the fourth quarter and the first three quarters. It's absolutely incredible. Incredible. 10-point difference between his catchable ball percentage, right? Eight-point difference between his on-target percentage. 
30-point difference in his QB rating. This guy is so, so much better in the fourth quarter, and we see the flashes from Kenny Pickett when the game's on the line. If you're going to pick one quarter for a quarterback to turn it on, you're going to pick it in the fourth quarter, right? But, uh, I mean, Kenny Pickett needs to be more consistent. If he wants to be the franchise quarterback here for the next decade, he's going to have to turn it on for the rest of the quarters. It can't just be in the fourth quarter if you're a quarterback in the National Football League. That's not enough consistency, and your team can't depend on you, right? So Kenny's got the skills. He's got what it takes. He's shown that with his clutch play but he needs to get things going in the right direction. And personally, I think if you give him the right offensive coordinator, give him the right structure, I think this kid could be damn good in the National Football League. But you guys tell me, what is the percent chance that Kenny Pickett is the Steelers' starting quarterback at the start of the 2024 season? Scale of 0 to 100, because it's 0% is a percent. So we can go with 0. 0 to 100 right now. Let me know what you guys think down there in the comments. My answer is going to be 85, and you know what? I might even put this at 90 because I do believe in Kenny Pickett. I think because he's shown us those flashes in the fourth quarter that he could get it done. He's a good game manager. He doesn't turn the ball over, so I'm looking at this moving forward. I think Kenny's going to be the starter next year. Now let's get to the next one here, Mason Cole, the center. And listen, I mean, I got told this offseason, if I even brought up getting a different center to start over Mason Cole this offseason, I got crucified by Steelers Nation for saying that we should maybe try to draft a center this year just in case Mason Cole isn't that good. Well, you look at the PFF grade right now, 48.9. I mean, there's a backup center in the league right now that's better than Mason Cole. I mean, for the love of Christ, 33rd out of 38. In my opinion, with his contract right now, he's technically under contract in 2024. You can save $5 million by cutting him. I think he's a prime cut candidate right now. You draft somebody new, you bring in a veteran, whatever the case may be. Right now, Mason Cole needs to turn it up or he's not going to be the starting center here from Pittsburgh much longer. Then we got Dan Moore Jr., the offensive tackle. Uh, I mean, plain and simply, I mean, we know the writing's on the wall with Dan Moore Jr. at this point. Sounds like he's going to be the left tackle for the rest of this season with Broderick Jones playing on the right side and then Chukwuma Okorafor kind of being the backup. But, man, right now, Dan Moore Jr. is actually grading lower than Chuck's, and he's actually the lowest on the offensive line at 45.9 pro football focus grade. Uh, it's been better the last two weeks since he's come back from his injury. Uh, hopefully he continues to get better and continues to raise that pro football focus grade. But to this point in the year, it's not been great. His ass is definitely on the hot seat. Now, before I go over the next five uh, players on the hot seat here to finish out today's show, if you're a real one, if you're a true Yinzer, you know clicking that thumbs up icon is the best way to help out the channel. Absolutely free of charge. So do me a favor here. Click that uh, like button right now. Another player that needs to start playing better right now is Patrick Peterson, the corner. You bring this guy in to replace Cam Sutton's role in the defense, uh, kind of moving him around more, and he's frankly looked tired. He's looked old. He's looked slow so far this year, and the pro football focus grade reflects that. 54.2, it's 91st in the National Football League, people. I mean, he's not worth the contract that he's making right now with Pittsburgh. Joey Porter Jr. has usurped him as the number one corner on this team, already so he needs to pick it up here if he wants to still be a Pittsburgh Steeler for the 2024 season and speaking of corners that need to turn it up how about Levi Wallace man I thought Levi actually had a pretty decent game against the Titans on Thursday night football but overall the grade is absolutely putrid for 29 right now Cassie's watching this my girlfriend she she has a Levi Wallace autograph Levi's her favorite player on the Steelers but I hate to break it to you babe 
This guy kind of stinks. 50.6 uh, pro football focus grade. That's 97 in the National Football League right now with Joy Porter Jr. ascending uh, with free agency, of course, coming up. And, of course, Levi's a free agent next year. I think at this point he needs to play better or he's not going to be a part of this team next season. Then we got Montrevious Adams starting nose tackle. And let me tell you something about Montrevious Adams, man. I love the effort that I see from this guy on film. This is why Mike Tomlin loves him. This is why they kept him on the roster this offseason despite a really bad 2022 campaign. This guy plays his heart out on every single play. And the pro football focus grade has actually gotten better this year. He's, he's grading about league average according to uh, pro football focus among other NFL defensive tackles with a 59.3 pro football focus grade. Certainly not great. He's a free agent at this point uh, next year. So I, I'm looking at Montrevious. You got Keanu Benson for the future potentially. If he wants to be the starting nose tackle for the Steelers, he needs to get even better from the improved play that he's put on film here in 2023. Then we got Allen Robinson here. I mean, let's just face it. Robinson has looked slow this year. He has he been a straight-up traffic cone from the slot wide receiver position, and the pro football focus grade reflects that. Right now, 53.3. 108th out of 118 NFL wide receivers, man. This guy just can't get open anymore. Uh, and, you know, he does provide some really valuable stuff in the locker room. You know, he's a great mentor for George Pickens and Deontay Johnson and Calvin Austin III, for that matter. And he's a good blocker, but he's not a good receiver. He's just not, man. It seems like we're calling his name on the watch parties once every three weeks with a catch, and it's like a two-yard catch. So I'm not buying Allen Robinson anymore. I'm really not. And I think Calvin Austin III could absolutely be somebody that ascends as the new starting slot corner or wide receiver moving forward. Then the final player on my list here, Chandon Sullivan. And you can make the argument that he's already been burned. He's already cooked. He's already toast because Joey Porter Jr. is now a starter and they're playing Patrick Peterson more in the slot now. But listen, if Chandon gets another opportunity, he cannot waste it uh, for the rest of the season because he has been, out of all the corners that have not played their best football this year, this guy's been the worst of them. 44.6 PFF grade right now, 108th out of 118 NFL corners. I mean, goodness gracious, that stinks, man. And, you know, Chandon, you bring him in from the Minnesota Vikings, he kind of just stinks at this point, man. Unless he really turns things around, he's no longer going to be a starter in this league, and he's going to be relegated to backup duties for probably the remainder of his NFL career. Now let me know, is there a player that I missed on my list? Which Steelers player is under the most pressure right now. Name the player they think is under the most pressure, and if you think there's somebody that I missed on my list, include that person's name in your comment below. That'll be it for today's show. Steelers fans, thank you so much for bearing with me here and sticking around to the end of today's show. I will see you guys later, and as always, here we go, Steelers.